And stay tuned right now for those two characters of many characters, CBS Radio's Bob and Ray. Now, from approximately coast to coast, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Everybody, evening, everyone. How are you today, sir? Very good. I always get you confused. Are you Bob or Ray? Bob, right? Or Ray, right? Okay. At least for this show, we will be. And we've got a lot of uh, interesting assignments to take care of. I, uh, I don't know if we should tell them uh, what we have coming up. I think people are more excited just sitting there waiting to see what's coming on. Don't you rather than? Give them yeah, the, but uh, highlights. teasers are good. I mean, if you give them just an idea of something... You know, oh, well, uh, <coughs> as an example, what kind right. of teaser did you have? Can we tell them about <coughs> the, uh, the fellow who's going to speak on behalf of riparian rights? Mm, no. Uh, can we mention that? Huh? All right. Sure, he'll be along a little later bit. on. Someone will be here to champion riparian rights. But I think we better get to the uh, theater critic first. Here he is, our Bob and Ray roving theater critic, Ward Stuffer. Ward, uh, what's new in the make-believe world of theater? Oh, uh, plenty, I'd say, Bob, and I really thought I'd seen everything. Uh, have you ever been to an off-Broadway play? Yeah, just last week, as a matter of fact. I saw the uh, Theater in the Wedge production of Wish You Were Here. It was done in the hallway of an old apartment house in 7th Avenue, on the stairs. Well, was it any good? Well, the kids had to work things out without a swimming pool, and there were quite a few cracked heads. And uh, a lot of the apartment house tenants kept walking up and down the stairs. It's hard to say what it was. Oh, uh, is it still running there? I think I'd like to see it. Well, the building was condemned last week, Ward, and uh, the whole group moved to a diner on 119th Street. Mm. You can see them there. <clears throat> what production did you see this past week? Well, uh, this was a theater on the barge production of Guys and Dolls. You have a critique ready for us, Ward? It sounds like a unique venture. Well, it was. Anytime you have to leap off a ferry onto a barge to see a show, it's unique. Did you make it in time for the curtain? Well, you see, I got there at 8.30, if that's what you mean. Mm -hmm. uh, but the audience had to wait until the barge drifted near a lighted offshore factory so they could see the stage. That took a little while, huh? Well, you know, the currents in the Hudson River aren't very strong, and it wasn't until about 12.30 uh, that the barge uh, drifted near the uh, lighted sign on the Jersey side. Well, I guess that's when the activity began, huh? Uh, well, no. The captain of the barge was supposed to deliver a load of gravel to a plant near Poughkeepsie, mm -hmm. so the producer had to tie him to the deck to keep him from delivering it right then. How was the uh, audience taking all this ward stuff? Well, now, uh, a good many of them had leaped back onto the ferries by this time, Bob. It was late, getting pretty cold out there. Yeah, well, I guess it was worthwhile waiting for a production as colorful as guys and dolls, huh? Well, you'd think so, but right after the overture, the kids managed to get a hot Cord, and the cast came out dressed in overcoats. Well, it must have been pretty difficult to tell them apart. Well, it was, especially after Sky Masterson, the lead, you know, got seasick and had to lie down on the deck. The cast tried to go on without him, but the thing just didn't sound right. Oh, way. well, it's hard for you to 
judge any production when the person playing the lead role has to drop out for one reason or another. Yes, it is. But after a bit, it didn't make too much difference uh, because the barge drifted away from that light of the sign across uh-huh. the river. Well, I the... guess it was pretty difficult on all those kids. Surprisingly, it helped. In all that pitch blackness, Guy Masterson was able to sing while lying on his back. Did the audience like what they heard, Ward? Well, they were busy looking for passing ferries, uh, and by this time, so was I, I must confess. Finally, a group of us was able to make it onto a ferry headed for Hoboken. What, rather than uh, see you waste a visit here, uh, how was the accordionist aboard the ferry? Well, he seemed to have a nice, even pressing action. I suppose that's the way you describe an accordion player. Thanks very much, Ward Stuffer, for another penetrating critique on the crazy, mixed-up world of theater. portable microphone out here in our studio audience, and I'd like to speak with some of the people, so you can just take it easy back there on stage. How about you, sir? Can I chat with you? Do you like parties? Very much, yes. Well, if you do, and I can see from the set of your joy, you're about to answer in the the affirmative you already have. I have a suggestion for you. Uh, Well, look, uh, I'm in a hurry. Well, let me come right to the point. CBS Radio presents Art Link Letters House Party every weekday. It's a party for all America, complete with... Look, I have to catch a train, really. Great Hollywood stars, studio surprises, games, jokes, party favors. Look, do me a favor, will you? I have to... Monday through Friday on CBS Radio. Have a party on us. Have Art Link Letters House Party. There, I'm through. Anything else? No, that's all I had. Too bad. I have plenty of time now. I see I missed my train. Well, I think I've chatted with you long enough, so I wonder if I could just get over here to the other side. Excuse me, man. Uh, I step on your foot. Yes, but that's all right. Uh, lovely little old lady there. Uh, let me uh, see. How about you? Uh, let me uh, let me say hello to you, will you, sir? How do you do? Yes. Can I have your name and home? Uh, Art Link Letter. Art Art Link Letter, ladies and gentlemen. A pleasure to have you here in our audience in the wow. second week of the Bob and Ray Show Art. Pleasure to be here. Let me assure you. I enjoy That's it very much. That's quite a coincidence. We were just talking <clears throat> about uh, your house party. And, uh, huh? what? Yes. What brings you here to New York? Uh, we had quite a party. Uh, well. We do every day, of course. Well, I wish <laughs> I could say that. <laughs> what brings uh, you to New York, Art Link Letter? Well, I'm here in New York on a little purchasing uh, expedition, you might say. Uh, things that I'll be needing. Uh-huh. I suppose props and games and gimmicks for your shows. You don't uh, look quite the way you do on uh, television. I thought I would uh, recognize it immediately. I say you don't look just uh, as you do on television. Is this on TV? No, you are. This is this is radio, but uh, that's what I, I I thought. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't look like I'm on television. Well, I, I see you there, and, and <laughs> I uh, I've seen your your book. Wonderful book you have about Oh, well, well, I took all those pictures. Well, I have them all since they they were kids, right up until high school. Oh, what? What do you mean? My book. Of all the kids? You mean my kids? No. Leland? Mary? No. Jane? I I, I sense that we've made a a slight mistake. You are Art Linkletter, aren't you? Yes, Art Linkletter. I think, ladies and gentlemen, he is not the Art Linkletter. And I'm sorry that we've taken so much of your time. We did make a mistake. 
Well, I am the Art Link Letter. Art well, Link Letter, it's me. As far as you're concerned, you're the, uh, but you're not the one we were thinking of. That's that's what I mean. Well, I don't know what you're thinking of. I'm Art Link Letter. I have a hardware store in Omaha. Yeah. Well, okay, thank you very much, uh, Art, and very fun. And I think it's time for another feature right here. Now, Lauren Sexenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. That's right, gang. Chocolate cookies with white stuff in between them brings you another episode of Lawrence Spechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. In our last episode, Lawrence Spechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate, and his fellow Officer Candidate, Mug Mellish, had just received sealed orders from the Dean of the Interstellar Space Academy. Now, back in the hangar, we hear Lawrence Spechtenberger say, Mellish, I hope you're not going to sneer on this. <laughs> Just open the seal order, Spectenberger. We'll see who sneers. Well, I what do they say? Just a moment, Mark. I have a feeling that this is a very important... Hello. Hello. What important mission this is. What do you mean? I... I can't even tell you, Mellish, where we're headed. Can't tell me? I, I, I'm supposed to go with you? You're going with me, Mellish. Well, I'm the captain of this tub. Remember that. <laughs> That's what the dean said. I can't tell you where we're going until we're, well, several hours away from Earth. I don't get you, Fechtenberger, but I'll follow along so Well, here, you can see right in the orders. It says don't tell Mellish. Here, look for yourself. Yeah, it's written in the dean's handwriting, too. Right. See? What do you know about that? See, we're heading to be... doesn't say anything about your girlfriend, Jed Ordway. <laughs> Mellish, let me set this straight with you once and for all. Keep Jet Ordway out of it. <laughs> I'm sneering again, Fechtenberg. That's the trouble with you, Mellish. You're going through life sneering. Well, come on. Someday you'll pay and pay dearly for your indifference. Be Remember, listen day. and obey, Mellish. For you well, may come man one day. I know. I heard all that, Fechtenberg. All right, let's get aboard. All right. I wish I knew where we were going, though. Did you get the screen door? No, I didn't. All right, batten down the lateral stabilizer, please, Mellish. Lateral stabilizer, batten down. Check the overhead ram. What was that? The overhead ram. What do you want me to do with it? Check it. Oh, sure, check. it's aboard. It's it's cut. <laughs> overhead ram, check. Ignition on. Ignition on, Fechtenberger. All right. Close the door. There we are. Funny. Oh, Mellis, let's start. Let's go. We're trying, Fechtenberger. Some trouble there somewhere. Dirty points. Mellis, are you doing this intentionally? <laughs> What makes you think I am, Fackenberger? Well, this has always started before. And now, on this particular important mission, I'm curious as to why our spaceship won't start. 
Doing my best, Blackenberry. That's well, all I can Everybody say. else will have to report back to the commandant. The dean is sure going to be upset with you, Blackenberry. And there you have it, gang. The first episode of Warren Spectenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. I think we have just about enough time today to play a little studio game for the first time. We haven't had a, a chance to do this, and all of the lovely ladies uh, here look as if they're anxious. Could we have uh, that little old lady that I tripped over before when I was in the studio? Oh, right. yes. Come on up here, Mother. And uh, two others. The other two... Uh, Can I come up? Well, I asked for... I asked for ladies. I I, oh. I suppose so. There, none of the other ladies seem to want to play. So it'll be between you, Art, and uh, okay, and the little old ladies. This is uh, Clayton Belmore. This is Belmore. Uh, you know how we play this little musical game. You have to take your shoes off and run. When you hear the bell, you... Oh, I'm, if I ever take them off, I'll never get them on again. Well, all right. right. You, uh, that's up to you. I thought it would give you a better chance. Well, all right. I'll you run. Try. When you hear the bell, you run from... This microphone to the other end of the studio. Yeah. Ring the bell there. Identify the song that will be played at that point. Right. All right. Step on the balloon and then come back. All right. First fine. one who gets here is the winner. You ready, uh, Art? I'm ready, sure. All right. First, I'm going to beat that old lady. Here we go. Start running now. All the way down to the far end of the studio. <laughs> oh. Who can identify that? I have it. You have it, uh, Miss Belmore. P for two. P for two, I'm sorry, is wrong. Mm -hmm. Art, would you like to take a chance uh, guessing the two? Well, uh, let me guess. Uh, Blue Moon. Blue Moon is close enough. Oh. It's called Red Sails in the Sunset. But run back here now. The first one who gets back here wins. Oh, the little old oh. lady fell down. Oh. This is Belmore. Well, I guess I win. I guess you do by default. Or what do I win? Well, you don't win anything. It's just that the, you have the honor of uh, having won our studio game. And, uh, oh, that's awful. You'll have two tickets to one of next week's shows waiting for you. So oh, so back. that's all, huh? That's all there is to it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I... sorry about that, too, Mrs. Belmore. Well, that's the way with games. Sure. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Enter into a game like that. Full round of applause for our two fine studio guests. Well, say, we've had a... We have one battle with I think. Oh, yeah. We'll have some more deals like that. Awfully sorry again, Mrs. Belmore. That must have stung. Well, that would do it for today, wouldn't it? Yes, it does. Until tomorrow, then, this is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your phone. This is the CBS Radio Network. Don't miss...